What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. The family of Diane DePrima will host a tribute to the late San Francisco Poet Laureate on August 6, 2023, from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Castro Theater in San Francisco. The event will feature video of the poetry readings of Diane DePrima, live jazz piano by Alexander Marlowe, screenings of the short documentary film The Poetry Deal, readings by Poet Laureate Kim Shuck and Tongo Eisen Martin, um, actor Peter Coyote, poet Cedar Sego, actor Amber Tamblin, a performance from members of the comedy troupe Culture Clash, along with Diane DePrima's husband, children, grandchildren, and a great-grand. Join us to discuss this morning is Rick Salinas, a founding member of San Francisco political theater troupe Culture Clash. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to finally have you on the show. I don't know what took me so long, and we will definitely have to have you back. Um, Definitely. But Rick, for our folks who are not aware of Diane DePrima, talk to us a little bit about who she was, her politics, her work as an artist. Well, you know, the thing about Diane is she was ahead of her time. I mean, really. This is a woman who was able to like uh, crisscross uh, poetry, activism, spirituality. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad we're going to have this celebration of her life. You know, it, it took a couple years due to COVID, as you know. But just personal, <clears throat> personally speaking, I'll never forget when she, she caught up to me. Um, I, I did a performance and, and, and all of a sudden she's carrying her revolutionary letters signed, three of them, so that... For me, Ricardo, Richard, and Herbert, she was a big fan of Culture Clash. And uh, Culture Clash, as you know, we, we were born in the Mission 1984 at the Galleria de la Raza. We performed at La Peña, and she was, I mean, I can say she was a fan. She was like, <laughs> you know, she would come to our shows. And Kat, I'm telling you, we did some, you know, we, we learned, uh, you know, as young comedians, you know, when not to cross the line. She would tell us to cross the line. We would do mm. uh, like sketches on, on Che Guevara, bringing Che Guevara back from the dead. We had the Frida Kahlo dating game and we were being hissed and <laughs> booed, you know, especially in Berkeley, right? And, and then backstage she would say, no, you guys are doing great. Keep it up. She's just, she was one of a kind. I mean, I know we, we associate her as a, one of the, you know, feminist beat poets, the only one, the, the star of the beat movement. But she always, she always said that was just one part of her life. But other than that, the poetry she wrote, Poet Laureate of, of, of San Francisco, uh, she, she's greatly missed. And, uh, and then the children, I mean, it's so funny when you mentioned that it's going to be her grandchildren, her daughter, yeah. her son. And it's like, it's a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> it really Indeed. is. And, and, and every, everyone's so talented. Every one of her kids is so talented. So yeah, I had the, the pleasure of working with Dominique uh, de Prima uh, for oh. many years while I was in Los Angeles. Uh, good sister and, and, and friend. Oh, great. Speaking of San Francisco Poet Laureates, we are joined now by the current San Francisco mm-hmm. poet, poet Laureate, Tongo Eisen Martin. Good morning, Brother Tongo. Good morning, good morning. How you be? I'm a little under the weather, but uh, but I'm in the fight. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, thank you for 
for still hopping on. I'm not going to keep you too long. Um, Tongo, I, I had started by asking Rick to talk to us about Diane DePrima's legacy from his perspective. I'd love to hear about her legacy from yours and, and perhaps how she impacted you in your development as a poet. Yeah, I mean, words could not do justice. Uh, um, you know, actually, man, my, my trip with, with Diane DePrima actually begins uh, with my mother, um, who who told me the anecdote, um, you know, you, you know my mother and, <laughs> and how hard she goes, um, and she uh, she she described to me this point in her life, um, you know, where it was just hardcore anti-imperialism, you know, uh, and, and no with with no kind of uh, not not even a hint of secondary deviation from that type of program. And she heard uh, Diane De Prima uh, perform, and it inspired in her uh, this this need to incorporate a more um, you know more womanist uh, thread to her praxis, and, and, and let her do all of this you know all this good work working with the uh, the women's building, and eventually writing uh, this this book called uh, Women in Vietnam, you know about the the, the women revolutionaries out there. That's you know, kind of like Diane De Prima as Praxis Alterer, you know, is how is how she first came into my um imagination. It's just, you know, brushing up against her mind, man, as a as a poet, I mean she's 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 really um almost like a soul in a class by herself. Her um, you know, almost like a ability or, or nature to 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 thread together uh, multiple praxes across political lines, spiritual lines. Um, you know, as an educator, uh, she's really kind of like the the, the example of, of you know the, the best we can get out of the out of the human journey. What would you say, and, and Rick, feel free to jump in here, to the, the, the lasting legacy on the poetry scene in San Francisco is? Um, I mean, talk about the North Beach writer scene. Well, you know, she taught at New College, too, and, and, and I know a lot of disciples of her that went on and have become poets. And so, you know, it, you know just like, uh, great to meet you, Tongo. It's, uh, it's an honor to meet the Post Laureate that, you know, it's so awesome. Oh, right on. We have people of color too that are in the mix i got latino friends have been juan felipe herrera but that that lineage of poetry and and the connection that people have with poetry it's like a domino effect and i think that's what diane had you saw her and you got taught by her her spirituality like you said she crosses so many genres right but man when she when she threw down and did some poetry it was contagious contagious what she did Throughout all the years, oh my God, what a what a legacy! Yeah, and I, I would just you know I would just add you know her 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 approach um, you know or her her kind of uh, almost like seemed like a, a, a self imposed mandate that her um, you know her poetry was going to be appropriate to the historical task. Um, you know, greatly influenced what goes on in, in San Francisco. You know, you know, she she spoke about you know the the creation of 
uh, of the book Revolutionary Letters being, you know, um, a matter of wanting something or needing poems that that had a, a better that 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 fit uh, the task of, of political, you know, public theater, um, you know, uh, better. Um, and, and so I think, you know, San Francisco is, 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 it, it's, it's a, it's a groovy last stand of a, of a city state, <laughs> uh, arti- artistically, you know, to kind of stand against empire as best we can. You know, I always got to say that they like San Francisco don't stand outside the, the greater sweep of, of late stage imperialism, but, but there is a strong, you know, a strong lineage here of resistance art. Both of you, uh, Rick and Tonko, both of you are part of the lineup this Sunday at 2 o'clock in the Castro Theater. And my producer, Jesse Strauss, says that we're going to get a little taste of some of your work today. Tonko, I know you're not feeling well, so you, you, can, you can bow out if you, if you want. So, but Rick, I'm going to start with you and let Tonko catch. All right, beautiful. Rick, I'm going to start with you let Tonko catch uh, his breath. Um, what I have here in my notes is part of Culture Clash's work is to interview folks in the neighborhood in the mission and reproduce those interviews in performance form, a docu-theater performance kind of similar to the style folks may know of Anna DeVere Smith. Um, and I understand the piece that you're going to spit for us today um, uh, from one of the first homeboys in the mission, talking about one of the first yeah. times a lowrider was seen in the neighborhood. It's 1978. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it's the morning time, and it's it's not La Onda Bajita, which, you know, <laughs> we've been on that show many times. But I just wanted to share this character that we met, and he's a, we called him Veterano, a real, real, real homeboy from back in the day, and um, he was just a little taste, okay? The first low rider I ever saw was in 1976. It was a blue pearl two-door hardtop 63 Chevy Impala with 14 by 7 inch true spoke rims and hydraulics. And it cruised past me on 24th and Mission and we said, what the hell is that? See, you never saw any lowriders before in the Mission, in San Francisco for that matter. You know, they were lowriding in Whittier, East LA, even San Jose. Up here, all you saw was hot rods, you know, American graffiti stuff, like mostly white boys too. And we said, chale with that noise. We got our ramplas, we topped the springs, added hydraulics, cherry paint job, booming sound system, and we cruised all night long, low and slow, even on the freeways. I mean, cruising was a way of life. It was our religion. Mi vida loca. And I'm not talking about Ricky Martin. Cruising in the mission on a Friday and Saturday night was a ritual. Bumper to bumper. And everybody was out there. Oh, man. We would be singing songs by Santana, War, Tower of Power, and, of course, Abecito. La, 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 la. That right there, that song right there, that's the Chicano National Anthem. A lot of babies were born because of that song. <laughs> but anyway, Miss uh, uh, Cruising came to a, a complete stop when, uh, you know, Mayor Diane Frankenstein back then, she, she put a stop to all that cruising. And, and they started putting little wooden horses and you couldn't make left turns. Anyway, they would hassle the lowriders. And we weren't out there to do any trouble. But cruising in the mission came to a screeching halt. I'm a disciple of the body of cruising down the street. I see homies popping poses on the hot concrete. 
an urban jungle hieroglyphics on the wall. My metallic shark swerves and starts to stall. There's no more cruising on the strip, that's all. We got direct orders from City Hall. So as the petrol pumps through my veins, uh, my heart stampedes and I can't contain that I'm a low-riding vato from the days gone by, a mission homeboy till the day I die. La misión forever, y que con sapos. So <laughs> that was our video. Right on. Right on, y'all. That Rick Salinas, founding member of uh, Culture Class, San Francisco's political theater troupe. All right, Tonga, Isaac Martin, what you got for the people this morning? Uh, you know, uh, capitalists eat until the world is blurry to them. Uh, these streets have made of saliva. There's some people made of saliva, too. They usually got on uniforms. While a crazy man spins round and round trying to make a record out of this mass production jungle. Maybe I'll join them. Count cash and cry. These streets have made of saliva and white sheets are worn by a building in which kids are supposed to learn how to read well. White sheets on the highway, too. Another mayor needs their head on a pike. One down is just one down. But, you know, you tell all this to the masses and your teacher will pipeline you. They told me I was jewelry. They told me this is jungle. Well, maybe not jungle, more like 50 machine guns planted in the ground. It's raining faces again in California. What does this say about heaven? What does it say about the people you kill? Waiting lines got so exhausted, a million minds dropped all these faces at once. If the fascists can read the lips of a giant talking in his sleep, we might as well make our demands in prison letters. Today was born the most important trigger finger in the world. Today I begun counting down the pages between now and a pile of books about the tunnel. You know, Chicago is going to walk out of Chicago one day. Babies are drag street signs like old toys. Today the most important letter left prison. Babies are laughing at flags like faces that have disappeared. Maybe I'll join them. But for now, these streets are made of saliva and we raise half full glasses to the basements that meant nothing and the working poor who live there. We get shot. We get white sheets on California. Where the kitchen table likes to talk as much as the walls. The romance on the porch consists of hard residing. I mean, in this picture, characters talk spit and know that they're hard to kill. The kitchen table knows this. The porch is almost convinced that one down is just one down. This town is coming to town. A circus watching itself. Half distracted, half suicidal, thrilled children, dressed as cops, real children, preaching and policing and intaking and hiring and snatching your money. This town's coming to town with tough trademarks to follow. Today, I watch capitalism walk on water and people play dead so that they could be part of a miracle. And that y'all is the voice of San Francisco's poet laureate, Tongo Ison Martin. Both Tongo and Rick will be uh, part of the lineup this Sunday, 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock at the Castro Theater in San Francisco, honoring the late uh, activist, feminist, poet, uh, Diane DePrima. Thank you both Amen. for coming on the show this morning, sharing a little bit about her legacy. I'm going to try and get over there Sunday and check y'all out. Right on. Love, it's a pleasure. Love. Thank you so much. Good to meet you, Tonga. See you Sundays. Right on. Respect, man. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. 
The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.